0: The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose The Direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject
1: to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor foresight fund services. The massive inflation uptick has impacted food prices everywhere, especially Ron's favorite vegetable, avocados. Although avocados are technically a fruit and not a vegetable, I've reclassified them back to vegetable status. What's the matter with these people that treat avocados like bananas and kiwi? Anyway, food is at the top of everyone's minds, and today's ETF battle is a triple header between three food-focused ETFs. We've got an ETF showdown between Invesco, iShares, and Van Eck coming up next. Stick around. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy. We're in season three, and we're glad that you're with us. The ETF matchups we do on this program are audience generated. And if you have a certain contest that you'd like to see, send us your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Also, we just crossed 17,000 subscribers on our channel. Yay! I'd like to thank everyone that's contributed to our success. That's you, the audience, along with our judges and the rest of the behind the scenes team here at ETF Guide TV. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button and join us and continue with your multiple likes and comments. We really appreciate all the wonderful feedback. Now, today's ETF battle was requested by a viewer named JM. And after multiple requests for this particular duel, I knew that there was no way that we could skip this particular contest. So, JM, thank you for your persistence. You win an ETF battle shirt. See the comment section below for instructions on how to claim your prize. So we've got DBA from Invesco, Moo from Van Eck, and Veggie from iShares. Let's see. That's two out of three ETFs in today's contest with vanity plate ETF ticker symbols, Moo and Veggie. Now, all of these ETFs are focused on the agriculture sector, which is where food is derived from. So I've been told. Judging today's high-stakes contest is Todd Rosenbluth with ETF Trends and Cynthia Murphy with the ETF Think Tank, the best in the business. Judges, welcome back to the show. It's great to see you.
2: Hey, Ron. Hey, Todd. It's great to see both of you.
3: Great to be with both of you again. Thanks a lot. So we got our four battle categories,
1: cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and mystery. We'll go through each one of them one at a time. I'll keep track of our judges' response and then at the end of the show, we'll tally up the results and declare an overall battle winner. Keep in mind, our judges can nominate wild cards. They can protest. They can do whatever they want. Because you know what? The more mayhem per capita that we can have on the show, all the better. So let's start with the first category, which is cost. <laughs> And we're going to begin with Cynthia. Get us started.
2: So cost is, is not too tough on this category. Uh, I go, I give it to Veggie. Veggie costs under 40 basis points, which is, you know, $39 per $10,000 invested. It's relatively cheap compared to everything else here. Uh, Moo is 56 basis points. DBA is almost 1%. So Veggie has the lower price tag. Um, it also, what's interesting is that both Veggie and Moo have similar daily volume, which, you know, how much you're paying to trade and your spreads can impact your overall cost, but their spreads are pretty much identical. So they're, you know, even though at face value, the daily volume is much different between Moo and veggie, uh, this the liquidity, the spreads are just as tight on both sides. So I think VEGI is the clear winner here.
1: That's a strong start. Thank you, Cynthia. Todd. how do you see it when it comes to cost?
3: I agree. Uh, it has a veggie has the lower expense ratio. The fact that it is has similarly tight spreads, the fact despite the fact that it's considerably smaller, ETF of that pair makes it compelling. I, I think DBA is just a different animal um, and and it's more expensive it, it's its use case is different um it's it's going to lose out in these categories from my perspective I'll just get ahead of it it's it's a different it's different than these two other products
1: thank you todd did you say different animal you should have said different yeah. vegetable
3: no it's <laughs> a different animal
1: all right it's a different animal so now we shift to exposure strategy and uh we're going to get into the details of these animals or vegetables or whatever you want to call them so todd you're still up give us your analysis
3: yeah, Ron. I mean, Moo is the t- is the ticker on one of them. So clearly, this is not just uh, a, a vegetable oriented category. Um, so let's just be clear on something, uh, and then we'll dive in a little bit deeper. DBA is a commodity ETF. The two other ones invest in equities of companies that are tied to commodities. Those are quite different. So DBA is going to give you exposure to futures of corn and coffee, although that's that's different than the other ones, and cattle and wheat, whereas Moo and Veggie invest in equities of various sectors, including consumer staples, including materials. Um, what stands out to me uh, and what's different is that Veggie has no healthcare exposure, so it isn't as diversified as Moo. So my winner is going to be Moo from a diversification of the sector's perspective. When you're choosing something thematic, you, you might want that theme, but you still want to make sure you're benefiting from an, enough of the sectors that are tied to that theme, in my opinion. So my, my winner is going to be Moo from its level of diversification.
1: Great points. Thank you very much, Todd. We shift next to Cynthia. Exposure, strategy, give us your analysis.
2: Yeah, to, to Todd's point, I think in this category, which is a it's a puzzling battle a little bit because it's, it's almost like if you think of the gold segment, we're comparing physical gold versus gold miners. So it's one agriculture fund versus uh, agribusiness funds. And that's a very different um, exposure. So if, if you're looking to actually own your commodities, uh, futures are the, the most direct vector to that. So DBA is the fund for you. It does a great job actually at managing contango, which is basically how much you're going to pay to roll from an expiring futures contract to the next. It makes sure to pick contracts in that curve where you're not going to have a huge roll yield, which erodes your return. So it's, it's a great fund if you want commodities futures and actually own contracts on wheat, on corn, on, on beans and all that stuff. Now on the on the equity side, on the gold miner side, um, I I like Todd, I like Moo better, which is interesting because um, Veg is a bigger portfolio in numbers of holdings, but Moo is less concentrated because it also puts a cap on single stock holdings. So no position in this portfolio is more than 8%. So if you look at Veggie it has a bigger basket, but you know, Deer and Company alone is almost 18% of that basket, where in Moo that's 8%. So you get more less single stock risk, more diversification, even though the basket itself is smaller. So I like Moo the best here. Uh, for the equity side and dba is is the commodity side so it's up to you
1: very good so i would take that's going to be a split decision between dba and Moo?
2: yeah it's, you- it's tough to compare if i have to pick one um let's go with Mu. Uh, but it's 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 really it's a tough comparison they're completely different
1: okay good i got you down for Moo. thank you for that clarification we shift next to performance so Cynthia how do you see it between these three ETFs?
2: Yeah, so so here the, the story is different. So I think the in the performance, the clear loser, uh, quote unquote, is Mu. Uh, it has had the worst performance here today. It's up about 3% versus I think about 12% for veggie, about 12% for DBA. So you've done better owning physical commodities through the futures contracts or you've done better owning um, veggie uh, even though, even though it has heavy concentration. Uh, in Moose case, it's also, if you look from a technicals perspective, that ETF is trading well below 50-day moving average, well below 200-day moving average. It's really in a technical place, not doing very well, where both Veggie and DBA are testing their 50-day moving average. They've been trying to see if that's a bottom or not. So, DBA and, and Veggie are in very similar places right now. Over a one year period, DBA is a little bit better. So um, I'll give it to DBA in this category for the sake of having a winner. Um, but it's a very close to, to Veggie.
1: Thank you, Cynthia. Todd, how do you see it in terms of performance?
3: Yeah, I'm choosing Veggie. Uh, VEGI is outperforming on a longer term basis. As well, uh, Cynthia talked about the one-year record. I, I think DBA is just different. And so I'm, I know it's part of our battle, but I'm moving it out uh, of, of my comparison head-to-head uh, or head-to-head-to-head comparison. Uh, so Veggie is my winner. Stronger long-term record.
1: That takes us next to the mystery battle category where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors that they feel are crucial to today's triple header. So, Todd, what is your mystery battle category and who wins
3: it? So I'm glad I got to go first because I wonder if my colleague has the same category, uh, but I'm choosing ticker name uh, and, and what catches your eye with that or your ear. And, you know, we've been saying Moo and Veggie. Moo just is the winner in, in that regard. If you ask many of our ETF pundit colleagues, that happens to be their favorite overall ticker. I think people just uh, – their eyes and ears open up when they see that and they want to do their homework and learn about this ETF, which is why I believe it's helped to retain assets, even though Veggie has performed better as of late and is cheaper. I think people are just familiar with Moo. They like saying it. I think we should all say it one more time. Moo.
1: Thank you very much, Todd. Cynthia, you're next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it?
2: So if we were to talk tickers, I agree with Todd. I mean, Moo's a phenomenal ticker. And I think these guys were way ahead on the idea of the thematic investing and the catchy ticker, the power of a catchy ticker in this category. So kudos to them. But I I actually I think I'm going to talk structure in, in, in this mystery category. If this is a category about... Eggs and commodities, because the whole conversation we are right now is, is this the beginning of the next commodity, you know, super cycle? Um, I think the futures, the direct futures exposure is interesting, um, way more than another uh, part of the equity universe. So in that sense, it would be DBA. But I'm actually going to give it to uh, Wildcard, uh, because DBA is structured as a commodity pool. It's not structured as an open-ended um, 40 Act fund, which means you know you're going to be hit with a K one um, at the end of the year. It, it's not as tax advantages as as open-ended funds. So. If you are trying to get into this agriculture story, if you're a believer in this opportunity in commodities this the dawn of the next super cycle, and you want to do it directly through futures contracts, I would say PDBC is an interesting alternative because it gives you commodities futures on a dozen or more uh, commodities. It does it through an open-ended fund, so you're not getting any K-1s. And it also works hard to control your row yields, Uh, so it it preserves your returns in the face of of Contango. So I think structure makes a difference here, and um, I'm going to give it to PDBC.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Cynthia. That's uh, your wildcard choice. That's uh, from Invesco. That's PDBC. We got you down there for your wildcard choice. Now we move to the part of the show where our judges get to give us their overall battle winner. So, Cynthia, you're up.
2: So, I like veggie on one category, moo on the other, DBA on the other, and PGBC on the fourth. So, I am nowhere near a consensus pick here. My,
1: my scorecard <laughs> for Cynthia reads scrambled eggs and sloppy Joes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, I am all over the place. Tough, tough decision. So, maybe we just go with the t- suggestion. D- moo is the coolest ticker. So, I don't know. But you
1: did nominate a wild card, too. So my question to you then, because you really seem to favor if you're going to play this space of agriculture, you know, focused investments, it seems to me like you like the futures way of doing that. So I guess my question to you would be how strongly do you feel about your wild card choice? And is it strong enough? for this uh, particular ETF to claim victory in today's contest?
2: Well, I, I have a sense that uh, the person who requested this battle was really interested in the equity angle. So from that perspective, I would go with Moo. I think it's a more interesting fund. Uh, for the commodities story as a story, for agriculture access as the story, I think the, the commodities themselves are more interesting than the equities associated with food processing plants and health tech, you know, food technology. To me, those are sub-themes to the agriculture, the commodity thing. So I then I would go PGBC. So if you want equities, I'd go with Moo. If you want the actual commodity futures, i go PGBC.
1: Thank you very much, Cynthia. Todd, your final chance to weigh in with your overall winner.
3: Yeah, my overall winner is veggie. It is considerably cheaper. It has performed considerably better over the long term. Those are two metrics that are important. It's different from an exposure standpoint. It was mentioned that it is relatively concentrated in a stock, but it is because that stock has worked out well, uh, for over the longer term for the fund. I think Veggie is the winner. The fact that Moo has a, as a cool ticker, I don't think is a great reason to invest in it, but it hopefully gets people in the door to compare and contrast these two similar in style ETFs from an equity perspective.
1: Solid takes from our judges. And my battle scorecard reads as a split decision between Moo. And Veggie and those two ETFs are, again, as our judges emphasized, focused on the agribusiness. They own equities of of companies tied to the agribusiness. That's a lot different than DBA, which is focused on futures contracts of agriculture products like corn and soybean and coffee, et cetera. So very different exposures, but uh, Todd liking Veggie for its cheaper cost as well as its better recent performance. And um, at the same time, uh, mentioning that he did like Moo. He did vote for Moo in terms of exposure strategy, likes the diversification strategy. Cynthia agreed with him on that front. Moo caps its holdings at 8% ceiling and it's less concentrated. But nevertheless, uh, you know, our judges had some great points and uh, contrasting points, I shall say. And that's good. That's good when we get differing viewpoints because it gives us perspective. It gives us new angles, fresh things to look at and be aware of. And both of you did an outstanding job. We appreciate your, your timely analysis. Keep up the good work, Todd and Cynthia.
2: Thanks, Ron. Always, uh, always fun to, to come on the show and talk Yes. So thanks for having me.
3: S- same here. Enjoyed it.
1: Trust me, this will not be the last food agriculture ETF battle that we do on this program. So be sure to tune in again. And again, outstanding work by Todd and Cynthia for their analysis. Visit the description section below for research links to our judges. And while you're there, also see our viewer resources section. We've got online classes, tools, and a weekly newsletter. So which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETFguide. If we choose your battle. You win your choice of an ETF battles coffee mug or a t-shirt. I'm Ronda Leggie. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.
0: Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose The Direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com.
1: Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor foresight fund services.